What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Hopefully you all enjoyed that extra hour of sleep this weekend. It is Monday, November 5th. I've got your hashtag Monday motivation with the Picture Lock PR after show. I'll be talking with Jenna Lorenzo. I got to say, it was really awesome talking with her. Hopefully you listened to the podcast from Friday. And so you know that she is the director of Les Bomb. Jenna and I talked in the after show, of course, about PR and marketing and what she's learned for her film. I think this was a really good conversation because it shows how we have to play the long game as filmmakers, especially independent filmmakers. I think Jenna excellently shows how she used analytics with her short film to be able to inform herself on her audience for uh, her feature film. Again, Les Bomb is going to be coming out in theaters, <laughs> coming out in theaters uh, <laughs> this Friday, November 9th, uh, as well as it'll be playing at Kukaloris. It's going to be playing in uh, New York. Um, so there are plenty of opportunities for you to be able to check out this this film. Uh, just go to lesbombmovie.com and you can get all that information there. Uh, a couple quick things. One, I wanted to give a shout out to Aaron Goodmiller on Facebook. He said the after show segment is really good. The questions and answers are great on both sides. Aaron, I definitely appreciate you listening and I appreciate that feedback. If the after show has been beneficial to you, please let me know on social media. You know, hit me up, pickshockshow at gmail.com and let me know uh, what kind of impact it's made for you. I definitely want to keep cranking out uh, these after show segments because I do think that they've been valuable in regard to the information that the filmmakers have set forth. We can all learn from each other's strengths and weaknesses and I think that I'm really grateful for all the filmmakers that have thus far been on the after show and just talked about their experiences because I think we can all learn together. Now, one other thing, uh, I can't believe it, but I'm about to hit 100 radio episodes on WERA 96.7 FM. Now, uh, I actually need to calculate how many episodes of the podcast I have in total. I know it's way more than 100. Uh, however, 100 one-hour episodes on radio is pretty cool. And so November 16th, I'm going to do a Thanksgiving special. I would love it, absolutely love it, if you could call in and help me celebrate 100 episodes by leaving your top three Thanksgiving films or your favorite episode or moment from Picture Lock, the show. So if you could call 202-350-1351. Again, that's 202-350-1351. Leave me a message. Let's celebrate 100 episodes on the air. Uh, I'm going to be actually kind of moving the show instead of doing an hour probably November 30th I'm going to start doing a 30 minute show because it's just taking so much to put these things together however I love doing it uh, and so I'm going to cut it down so that way like it's not as taxing on me but I'm going to also be able to kind of really streamline um, you know the show and how it is so it can be a, a tighter show so anyways 
uh, I've been talking a whole lot, and I actually kind of do that in this <laughs> after show with Jenna. Sorry, Jenna. Um, <laughs> however, uh, I again, this was really great information that Jenna gave, and then she asked me a great question in terms of getting critics um, to check out your work during award season, because of course, you know, critics, we gotta feed our families and. Um, how are we going to actually watch an independent film? So I answer that question for her as well. So I hope you guys enjoy this after show segment. Again, let me know on social media. Thanks again to Jenna Lorenzo coming on Picture Lock as well as sticking around for the after show segment. We're going to get right into that right after this promo. What if you could have a film critic, film festival director, film publicist, and fellow filmmaker guide you with your film's PR and marketing journey from pre-production to post? I'm Kevin Sampson, and my online course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker, does just that. In this course, I'm going to teach you how to set up your film to engage an audience and build a community long before you call action. I'll show you how to approach critics to make them aware of your film like publicists do, and as a director of two film festivals, I won't just teach you hacks and secrets to reduce entry fees, but how you can use the festival circuit to create buzz around your film. I'm a huge supporter of diverse storytelling and film, and I believe the most unique voices come from indie filmmakers. That's who I've supported over the years with my show, Picture Lock, whether on TV or on radio. With as much experience as I've had as an independent filmmaker myself, critic, publicist, and festival director, I realized that most indie filmmakers just need access to the knowledge that big firms provide to achieve success. So in this course, I'm going to demystify some of the process and give you everything I know in a behind the scenes look at the sides of the business you don't always see. So if you're an indie filmmaker that's looking to change the game with your film's PR and marketing, make sure you check out PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Head on over to prfortheindiefilmmaker.com and get a free preview of the course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Get your film seen, build community, and become an army of one. You're listening to the Picture Lock PR After Show. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard her this past Friday. Welcome to Motivation Monday. I'm talking about my new best friend, writer-director of Les Bomb, Jenna Lorenzo. Jenna, thanks for hanging out with me for the after show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast hanging with my new BFF. <laughs> I know. You, you like, like, I've slowly been trying to manipulate, um, you know, the best friend <laughs> status. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So, you know, the after show is all about PR and marketing for the indie filmmaker, for indie films, um, and just getting the most nuggets that we can for those practitioners out there. So the first question I want to ask you is, what's the biggest thing that you feel you've done right in engaging the public and marketing for your film? Well, I think that uh, I had this, like, crash course in all of this when I released my proof of concept, which was Girl Night Stand online. It, it, was a, it was a short film that I did, and that's how I raised the financing for Lesbom. But what it did was when I released that short on um, YouTube and Vimeo, and it went viral, both of those platforms offered me these in-depth analytics about where the traffic was coming from, which press pieces were actually impactful, 
um, and like where the audience lived and how to potentially activate them when the, when the feature came out. And so the short came out in 2015. And now that it's, you know, 2018, I'm just trying to re-engage the audience that, that was so excited about that short and, you know, really keeping in mind about where to spend the most energy and hopefully generate the most eyes back to the lesbom. So um, just to make sure, so I'm writing this down. So um, you used analytics to mm-hmm. identify your audience and then to be able to go back to them. So that is that is amazing advice and information. One of the things, I know for me, like, I'm like, I'm a film guy, I'm a creative, business, analytics, sometimes that is difficult. So like, how did you, or what would you suggest is the best advice in terms of um, helping filmmakers to understand how to use analytics and um, apply it to their film? I felt like it was like, because I was like, I had, I'm with you and my sensibility and I kind of like had an aversion to it. But then I was like, you know, what is the story that I want to tell? And who is the story? And who is it that I want to tell this story to? And then when I got really excited about telling the story to people who would hopefully be like really excited about it and just like sort of restructuring the way I like thought about it, it really helped get more excited about it. And, and, and it really, Vimeo and YouTube makes it so much simpler than it sounds. Like you just like go to your channel and then you go and you look, it provides you all the information without having to do a ton of work. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. So when we put out video on YouTube or Vimeo, we just need to look at the analytics, see where, you know, those uh, just, I think what, I mean, obviously the internet will inform you on anything. So I'm sure you could just look up a YouTube video on how to analyze your, you know, YouTube analytics, et cetera. And then from there, use that to reach out to those audiences in particular, especially if you're like paying for like paid advertisements via YouTube or for Facebook. So that's great advice. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you can compare, look at other films that are similar and like look at where their audience is coming from and just try to collect um, all that information so that you can like very focused um, target those people. And, and because like otherwise it's just like a lot of energy that can be spent all over the place. But the more focused and specific you could be, it's always the better. Makes a lot of sense. All right. So, uh, Jenna, if you could, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned from mistakes in PR and marketing for your film? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's so hard to figure out the best way to market the film and get press people to see the film, Um, particularly now, like we're releasing in November, which is like award season. So of course, everybody that is writing reviews is so slammed schedule wise that like, it's, it's truly been such a challenge. And it like, has forced us to look at creative ways to get people to see the movie. Um, And I think that the biggest lesson that I um, had is like, like, you know, I think we sometimes we hold on to things and we think that like, because you see other films, and how they did it, and not getting, not wasting energy and comparing yourself to other films and their path. Because it's just like life and it's just like a spiritual journey. We're all on our own journey and we have to sort of stay on our own path and like and intelligently gather information, but it doesn't mean it's, there's a cookie cutter way to do it. I think that's great advice. Um, one, knowing that your film is unique to you and if you do try to follow the path of 
let's say another, you know, coming out of the closet movie, like it could bomb because, you know, you, you're not really going about it the right way, hitting um, your niche audience. But I think also, like you're saying, just in terms of getting critics to review around award season, I can attest like I, it's enough already that like I'm trying to keep up with either a the films that I miss because I have a family and you know I can't get out to the movies all the time. So I'm trying to keep up to date with like what are the you know big buzz films, catch up with those with all the screeners. So how does this indie film you know kind of come in through the cracks and you know how can I mean what you're what you're talking about is is a huge. A huge thing. It's a huge question. But I think one of the things that you just, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned is like that planning. So that foresight to know, okay, we're going to be dropping in November. How can we get people on board ahead of that? How can we beat the rush? How can we be on people's minds? So I think that that's, uh, it's really great nuggets of wisdom that you just gave there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're trying. I mean, you know, but every step of the way, it's just like you learn, you make a mistake, and then you learn. And, and I mean, I, if we don't, weren't making mistakes, it would be boring because how else would we be able to do it better next time? Right, exactly. And I think that's one of the things, like, I've started to enjoy about life is the, the schlepping, the, the, the mistakes, the hard work that has to go in. Because that's where you do learn, and that's how you do become the expert, and that's how, like, at the end of the day, we're always going to try to, hopefully, we're trying to be better, and there's always something you can learn. The fact that Denzel Washington still takes acting lessons, just, it's mind-boggling, but he understands that, like, you can always, there's always something that you can learn. Um, so, all right, I don't want to take up too Absolutely. much. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I, as much as I love talking with my bestie, um, <laughs> well, the last question, you asked me a question as a filmmaker, film critic, publicist, festival director, what's one question that I could answer for you about PR and marketing? You know, honestly, I'd like to piggyback on, you know, where, what we were talking about with like learning lessons. Like, I would love to hear your advice about, you know, gaining that traction to like bubble to the surface during this time where they're where we're just oversaturated with content and people are you know fighting for for eyes man you know i was i was kind of afraid that you're going to throw that question at me because you know i'm i was thinking about it like while we're talking because i think that that is a huge thing so you know with the the course that i created one of the big things that i talk about is like how everything you know pre-production is king that's mm -hmm. that's for you know making the film as well as the PR and marketing after. So going through these these problems, these issues in pre-production is going to help you so that you don't find yourself with a finished film but like no eyeballs on it. So I do want to slow down really quickly and um, just make sure that I know your question. So if you could just like succinctly, what would what's the what's the question again? Yeah. I would I would love to hear your advice in terms of in terms of getting um, critics to really take some time to see an indie film during this busy time of year and really the best your your thoughts on the best way to get the most eyes on a project once it drops during one of the big, busiest times of the year. Okay, so um, I think this is a great uh, question. And for your film specifically, I want to suggest that you reach out to one of my friends. And in fact, after this, I'll probably just connect you guys. But Leslie Comal, 
Um, she uh, has cinema sirens. And so to go into answering your question, um, what I would do is uh, look for film critics that might not be, um, you know, like the New York Times or Washington Post film critic, but look for film critics that have a, a niche audience that you can identify with. And um, mm -hmm. by that, I mean, like with Leslie, one of the things that she really tries to do is big up women that are in the industry in terms of film. Cinema Siren is uh, all dedicated to, you know, women empowerment. And, you know, she's a film critic who, who I mean, I, I feel like a certain ones of us we're passionate about um, movies. And one of the things that we like to do is make sure that, you know, audiences are checking out these small films that might go under the radar, but that we can actually say, hey, you need to check out Les Bomb. This is a, an amazing film, you know, somebody blah, 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 blah. So there are those of us that want to champion it. I'm actually writing uh, a book right now and I've interviewed 16 different film critics. Leslie is one of them. And just talking about like how to become, you know, a film critic. And that's one of the things that like everyone is talking about. The one question that I have is, why is the film critic important? And everyone is just talking about how like, we break down the art of cinema, but then also we're able to give light to those films that are kind of under underlooked, um, might get swept under the rug, but we can turn mm -hmm. um, the little film into, you know, uh, the little engine that could or whatever. So absolutely. To answer your question, which I think is a great question, I would definitely look for um, the film critics that kind of serve your audience, a film critic that um, would likely really be interested in your film and get behind it, um, and then go reach out to them, you know, ask them to check out the film. Cutting through the noise around award season is definitely um, a difficult thing, but I think that by doing that, you'll be able to um, really kind of get in there. And one of the things that I uh, always say is, you know, if, if you're emailing them, then making sure that you insert, you know, your movie poster, a still image, any of the laurels, um, you know, official selection, etc. But make sure that you have your website in there, linked in there, your trailer. Um, and then if you uh, want to go ahead and put in a password protected uh, screening link so that, you know, the critic they don't have to come back to you. They can, you can kind of allow their curiosity to go ahead and click on, you know, the trailer. And if they watch the trailer and they really liked it, then, you know, odds are they'll probably um, check it out. And you might hit a little follow up if you don't hear from them. But I think that's one way to kind of go about it. And I really appreciate that question because. Yeah, and that's fantastic advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is like, this is what I really want to get at because I feel like man indie filmmaking that's where it is like that's you know we don't have the biggest budgets um and we're telling stories like what you said like you wanted to tell a story that you had you couldn't find and so like your heart is invested in it and so i want to make sure that like okay people hear about it and people see it and i think that a lot of critics um, feel the exact same way. So that's oh, an yeah. answer oh, to the question. That's, that's great. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I love that. I'm taking that with me for the rest of the the rest of the this run. <laughs> well, that's what it is, Bestie. Um, <laughs> once again, it's writer-director of Lesbom, Jenna Lorenzo. Jenna, this has been 
excellent. It's been awesome. We might have to actually do this whole uh, director's commentary thing. That would be so much fun. Oh my God. I think that'd be awesome. It would be so great. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on the after show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on the after show.